Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is dedicated to our Patronus, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Hi, girl. Let's let me tell you about I sounds I hate myself when I sound like that. Hey girl. Hi, hey. girl. Hi. Was, the problem was it was hesitant. You didn't commit. You gotta fully commit if you're gonna do it. I think I had that thing. What's that thing that's so annoying that uh, people hate? The Kardashian thing. And I talk like that. Yeah, and it has a name and scientists study it. Yeah. What was it called? You told me and I forgot. I'm so sorry, Tanya. Uh so Tanya has a golden retriever puppy named Sophie. Stop it. I can't even. Can Sophie come and rescue us from this sad episode, please? Uh Also, Sophie loves Dateline. She watches it with Tanya because Tanya's husband won't watch because she thinks she's morbid for loving true crime. So what's wrong with all of us? Tanya also has a run-in in the past, kind of, almost, with a killer named the Green River Killer. Yeah. Which is, have you heard of that? I do. I have heard of it. I want to hear everything. In Washington. Yeah. What what happened? Well, uh, Tanya was in high school and she was swimming in the, the Green River. And two days later, they found the first body of the first victim in that river, How? which is so apropos to this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was in high school? She was? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. When they found the first river, she never went in that river again. Yeah, no. I would never go swimming again. Well, that's a little, that's that's far. I would never be near water and only use baby wipes for the rest of my life. Oh. I would smell really bad. I was going to say, you just smell like a rose. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Tanya, that's nuts. Also, can you send pictures of your puppy? Did she send pictures of her puppy? No, I'm demanding them. Please. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm demanding Sophie pictures immediately. Also, Tanya, you, I sent you your mug finally. Your date with Dateline mug, because she's at the level of Patronus where you get merch. And it only took me about a week. I want to say less time than it took Tanya to get her fiddle faddle, but more time. Tanya than... didn't get fiddle faddle. Tammy got fiddle faddle. Oh, sorry. No. no, Tammy didn't get fiddle faddle. Tammy got Pop Tarts. Who got fiddle faddle? Sean G. Sean G got fiddle. Sean G got poppycock fiddle faddle. Tammy may have also gotten fiddle faddle. I feel like she did too. She may have. I did get it. Okay. Tanya is almost the new Tammy, but not really because I. It only took me like a week or two, maybe two. That's upsetting because I thought when you were saying, uh, and then you started to say, right? You thought it was going to be like four months. I did, and I was like, oh, thank God. I felt better about myself, and now I feel really small <laughs> again. She's like a wee little person. I'm right back to it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was trying to make you feel better. I'm sorry, Tammy. I fail at making you if feel better. Say, so. If I didn't say it before, I'll say it again. I'm <laughs> I sorry, Tammy. I apologized a lot to Tammy. I need to, I need to make her a song, and I'll just <laughs> sing it. I'll think about it. I'm gonna th- I'll think about it. Okay. okay. I have a long Are there any tomorrow. Tanya songs? No. No Southern songs? Like a Dolly Parton song? About Tanya? I don't know. It seems like there would be. No, I know. Tanya Tucker. That's who I'm thinking of, I think. Is an artist, but I don't think she sings songs about herself in the first person, which would be amazing. <laughs> she should. And if someone knows of a, 
a singer song that someone that is, is singing about themselves in the first <laughs> person, let me know because that is that's great. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like Sting has an album that's like I am Sting, and track one is my name is Sting, and then two is like my real name is something <gasps> oh. else. Wait, my so wife's sl- name is Slim Shady. Well, that's There's true. One, but it's that's different. true. But it's that's different. Not, like, I want a ballad. Yeah, no, you're right. About the themselves. rappers are constantly telling us their names. Yeah. So we don't. We know your name. We saw it on the album track. Yeah, we yeah, want we like it. a country ballad about yourself. Please yeah. write us. Thank you. There's there's a challenge for yeah. you. Okay. Okay. So this episode is called The Betrayal of Sarah Stern. It okay. aired on May 17th, 2019, season 27, episode 33. It takes place. Oh, it's hosted by Keith. Obviously. Yes. Uh, I don't know why, obviously. It's one out of four. So because it, I, just, I know why, obviously, because it's a competition episode. We have SmackDown weekend between 2020 versus Dateline. They're bringing out the big guns. They're pulling Keith. Keith front and center. I think that's offensive to Andrea because she has some guns. They all She's have guns. pretty fit. They all have guns, but has Keith not been on the longest? Probably, yeah. I think he is the longest Dateline correspondent, so I am saying they are mm-hmm. going with... Yeah. Right. And what you mean by competition is that they did this case on 2020. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I I thought it was on like a week or two ago because I watched it like a week or two ago. Oh, maybe so. But all when I, know... I started this one, I thought I just saw this story. Oh, OK. So you might be right. Uh, for some reason, I read something on the Internet lied to me. It lies to me a lot. So it mm. could have lied to me. But it did. Someone did say this weekend. Both 2020 and Dateline have oh, stories about so Sarah. Maybe. When I was looking up outside info, I saw that. But maybe, maybe they right. just re-aired it. Yeah, I, check your check your DVR. I'm curious. Uh, should I right now? You can check it. 2020. Mm-hmm. No, this week's episode was called Undercover Mother. <laughs> Ap- apologies. Apologies all around the internet has lied to me. Yet again. Undercover Mother. Why are you laughing? What's that's that just a funny title. Come on, that's a twenty twenty. That's like a forty eight hours title. Undercover Mother. It's like a Tracy Jordan movie. It is. No, that is right. And it's Tracy Jordan as yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Okay. So this episode takes place in Neptune City near the Jersey Shore. Is this where Veronica Mars is from? This is my exact question. I said so. Now we've had Veronica Mars has come up a lot in our conversations because it's coming. Is it back? It's not yet. No, it's, it's in June, Ju- June or July. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm nervous. I got to get started. Yeah, you really do. You don't have a lot of time. Um, yeah. So you need to squeeze that into your schedule. <laughs> what should I um, prioritize? Crime con preparation or rewatching Veronica Mars? I just equal it. Just have it running as okay. you're doing. You're going to have to learn how to have it running. I can't, though. Listen. I sit down and I focus. I want to catch every line and every look. But you've already seen it. I know. So I have just a problem. Listen this time. I have a oh, problem. Man. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. The only shows uh, I can do that with are like King of Queens, King of the Hill, Seinfeld, the ones I've seen 400 times. Okay, you'll get there. Yeah, I know. It's like a... It's all right. Uh, I'll get... I have but many no, faults, did, Katie. That's one I of thought, them. Um, you, you don't. This is not a fault. Um, I think that... I think this is Neptune, though. I decided it was in my... Kind of, but Veronica Mars seems more like it's a 
I hate to say it, but a Florida-y type beach. It does. Or a California-y type beach, even. Be- before Jersey Shore. I feel like it would be one of those Echo, two. where does Veronica Mars take place? This might answer your question today. Mars is 150.5 million miles away from the sun. Did that answer your question? No. Not in the freaking slightest. What no, is Echo. wrong with you? Echo. Thanks for your feedback. Good. I hope you feel really bad. I hope you go home and cry, Echo. Because Don't you say that to her. She doesn't. It's not her fault. Oh, it is a fictional Southern California seaside town of Neptune. Because now that I'm thinking about it, she says Neptune, California. There you yeah, go. There we go. All okay. Right. So I'm so glad I didn't revolve my entire recap around making Veronica Mars jokes now. Yeah. Thank God. Me too. So it starts with an Uber driver who sees an abandoned car on a bridge over Shark River. There's a car abandoned on the bridge, and it's empty. It's currently being used by a 19-year-old Sarah Stern, but they can't find Sarah anywhere. Sarah lived with her dad. Her mom had passed away. She was close to her dad's new girlfriend. She had a bunch of friends. She had a lot of guy friends. She didn't really date, though. The love of her life was her dog, which I relate to. Buddy. They didn't actually say that, but I could maybe just be projecting. Buddy. No, they did say that. Did they say love like her, her life? She loved him. No, no. They, they. It was emphasized that she loved him so much. Yes. And that it was her best friend. Yes. And that she would do anything for that dog. So I think you could say it was the young love of her life. Yes. Their puppy love. Puppy love. Now, then there's a neighbor family the mom has become like a second mom to sarah Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. son and daughter who are a really good looking brother and sister couple correct right um very attractive family like they belonged in sweet valley high or something oh i thought you were gonna say sweden but yes they yeah sweden also they also do look like mildly like yeah yeah uh so they all grew up on the street playing together the police go to her house she's not there Her dog is in the crate. Now, this is the one thing I don't think Dateline did quite as good as 2020. They had a lot more dog footage in the 2020. The police go to the house. They start talking to the dog. And you see it all on the body cam. He's, like, talking to the dog. He's looking on the counter. Do you see any bones? Oh, here's some bones. Like, finds a treat for the dog. Gives the And they cut it down a lot. And I was like, more dog footage, Dateline, please. But Dateline had more meat of the... Yeah. What the more meat on the bone. There we go. Yeah. Good job. Now, Sarah was really into art. She went to YouTube convention. She was really into YouTube videos. And we see a video of her meeting Jenna Marbles. And I can't believe Jenna Marbles is on Dateline. And I can't believe I know who Jenna Marbles is. What is life? Katie's looking at me like she does not know who Jenna Marbles is. She does not do makeup. No, she does not. I might just I don't be know more hip is. to the young kids. She's she's one of the first big YouTube stars that monetized it and became a big star. She just does weird, goofy videos, I think. I don't, I don't think ha- I've ever watched them. But I did want to say I'm really glad it wasn't Miranda Sings because I just feel if you knew who Miranda Sings was. I know who Miranda Sings is. That would have been the most distracting and tacky thing to put in the middle of a Dateline episode. Mm. was a Miranda Sings video. I think Jenna Marbles is kind of like Tyler Oakley, who's on oh. The Amazing Race. I don't like think I like Tyler Oakley, do I? 
you're going to watch this season and join Kim and I on I It's Going to Be May. I am going to be doing that. And you'll tell us what you think. It's going to be June spoiler, and we're still going to be watching Amazing Race. Spoiler, Kim and I both think he could win. So if you come on with a hot take that you don't like him, this is going to be hot. I might like him because the, uh, they did YouTubers on Drag Race a few years ago. And Tyler mm. Oakley, I believe, is one of them. And if he's the one I'm thinking of, I liked him the most. Okay. Yes. Do you have glasses? Yeah, there's a disclaimer. Yes. Blonde. Blondie. There's a disclaimer I, of like, I like him for a YouTuber is kind of what you're saying. So I think that's I fair. Yeah, okay. I think that's fa- that's valid. Yeah. Are you just mad at YouTubers because they make so much money? Um, it's, I'm just too old. I don't get it. I think it's dumb. I think some of them are talented, but most of the time I think it's dumb and I don't understand why some people watch it. I'd rather watch a show that was like put together and acted in. I don't, I don't get it. Or oh, a yeah. reality You're TV old. where people are getting married in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I have standards. You do. Yeah. So the yes, police ma'am. are asking everyone, where is Sarah? Her friend Liam was with her earlier in the day and they had gotten Taco Bell, which it might turn out have been her last meal. We'll discuss that later. Oh, I know. Everyone is freaking out. There's like 40 people in the house just gathered together because it's a really close knit community and everyone knows each other, which would drive me insane because like Bev, the dispatcher would tell people my business like. They, someone will call and say, my husband's choking. And Bev would be like, do you know the Heimlich maneuver? Speaking of maneuvers, Kimberly was trying to work her way out of a parking spot in front of CVS. It took her 19 tries and there were cars honking and it was real embarrassing for her. And her shirt had stains all over it. She needs to go back to driving school. Did that happen in real life? It happens sometimes. Sometimes those spots are really tight. So Sarah had been depressed, according to some people, fighting with her dad, according to some people. She had fallen in love with Toronto and wanted to pick up and move there and get really involved in the YouTube scene and the art scene. But her dad didn't think she was ready. The day she disappeared, mm-hmm. she dropped off a bin of her mom's stuff at the neighbor's house. So How maybe old was she, she when her mom passed away? Um, I want to say a teenager. Yeah. Because hmm. there's a picture of them. So I think it was maybe 16 or 15. Maybe 15. Okay. So... Maybe she picked up and ran away. I don't think if she was running away to Canada, she would pick Taco Bell as her last meal because I feel like there's probably a local spot in Neptune that you want to get for the last time before you go to Canada. You can get Taco Bell in Canada. Can you? Yes. Canada, you? (laughs) (laughs) They have Taco Bell in Canada. They are nicer there so yeah. the hot sauce packets are less aggressive in the little things they say on them they're like less aggressive you know because sometimes they're like put this on your taco and it's like very telling you what to do oh bossy i see and i feel like theirs would be like would you mind putting this oh. on your taco a eh? put, put this on your taco question mark it's, sure. a, it's more of a suggest like hey yeah. baby mm-hmm. all right i like mm-hmm. that i like canadians a lot I love Canadians. I can so, see why she wanted to go to Montreal. It looks beautiful. I would go too. I thought yeah. it was Toronto, but I would Toronto too. Toronto or Montreal, either one. Anywhere that's not here. There's a, <laughs> there's a team of boats looking for her in the river. The head guy that's looking is told by someone, hey, you know who we're looking for. It's Sarah Stern. And mm-hmm. since everyone knows each other, this guy knows her. 
because her his daughter works with Sarah. They live like two houses away. He knows the dad. Like literally everyone knows her. The public safety yeah. guy, which I kept thinking was like a safety monitor, like Dwight when he sets fire no. to the office. But I so there's a like a public safety officer <laughs> of the town or something. I don't know. What's Anyways. the procedure? Yeah. What's the procedure? <laughs> Check. Do you have a buddy? Check the door. See if it's hot. Oh, no. There's smoke. Yeah, that's the best. And then the like cat goes up into the rafters. Yeah. Excellent option. Where do we go, folks? What, use a what to cover the mouth? A what? A rag. A damp rag, perhaps. Let's remember those procedures. What are the yeah. options? Oh my God. That's the oh wrong way. We've already tried that. Remember your exit points. Exit points, Oscar. people. What's next? Oscar. Huh? Stay alive. I'm getting help. Pull me up. You're too heavy. I only weigh 82 pounds. Ah. Say bandit. How about 911? Anyone? 911. Take bandit. <laughs> <laughs> Best. Really so good. good. That's a good scene. It's so good. Uh, so there's a huge search party, which I love. Search party. They don't have a lot of hope because she, if she did go into the Shark River, she probably got dragged out to the ocean, and the tides apparently pull things, which Keith emphasizes by making a little voice gesture by going like that. Oh, did he? I hope I'm doing it right. That's kind of oh, how he did it. It's almost like shoopadoop, oh. But that's the sound of the river being pulled into the ocean or oh. something. Yeah, he's good at sound effects. When Sarah dropped off the bin, she had said she was happy and she had decided to move to Canada and that she had found some money. Keith goes, money? Who said that? Who said she was happy and decided to move to Canada? The blonde out of the Double Mint Twins brother and uh, this, sister this, the girl carly i think is yeah. her name okay so she, uh what sarah had found a safe with thousands of dollars in an old house that her dad owned and she wanted carly or if that's her name to keep it a secret on the day of her disappearance she had accessed her safety deposit box which had when the police go and see twenty five thousand dollars in it Holy Moses. That her mom had left to her. But the weird thing is, it's all brittle. Like, you'd pick up the money, and it would just dissolve in your hands because it's so old. Like, it's like pirate money. I don't understand. So What's- my only my thought was, okay, either it was, A, buried in the sea. <laughs> so, like, maybe it was in a, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, there was a chest, and the money was in it, and so it's buried in salt water it's for Davy a really Jones's long lockers time. Davy Jones' money. Yeah. Something like that. So it's buried in the sea and then it was dug up from the sea and now it's here on land and it's just falling apart Mm because it was salt water. Um, Or she has a really bad dust problem. Like a really... Yeah, like dust can make things... But that would mean it would have to be out, just lying out in the open. So it's I would think so. Like sun got to it and it got all faded. But what do you do with money that's falling apart? Can you exchange it? Yes. At the bank for better that's, money? Yes, because remember, that's like if you tear a bill, there's like a certain amount that you can rip a bill in half or whatever. And if they will give you a new bill for it. Interesting. You did not know this? No, I I guess I I, I don't Have think I thought it was ruined. Bill? Oh, OK. I just I've seen bills that were taped in half. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know if the bank would give you new money. They will. They will. 
or if you have to go to Fort Knox and like get new money, like an official exchange. Come knocking at Fort Knox. Knock, knock. Hi, my name's Kimberly. Can I exchange this $10 bill, please? I, if I blow on this $10 bill, it's going to dissolve into a million pieces of sand. They did make it seem like that. But also that was interesting to me because I think that old money is worth money. Like bills from the 1920s, I think are worth more than an actual $20 like bill. Coins. Does that make sense? Like coins. Yeah, but rare I think coins. bills also have that. There is some hmm. sort of $1 bill that is worth way more than a dollar. It's something that happened. Well, they that changed must have been the very bill. real. Yeah, rare. I mean, like it must have been a very rare one if it's worth a lot. But that's what I'm wondering if like this money may be worth even more because unless it's not just old, then it's just dirty. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could be I just needed... a year old, but had been dry iced or something. But, and I mean, he was like, saying that you couldn't to touch it. Like he, the reason that we're talking about this so much is because he said that you can't touch it without it disintegrating in your hands. He made it very dramatic. Yes, like, he it did. Was, That's why yeah. I have questions. Yeah. Like it's like Harry Potter money where it just turns to sand the minute you touch it. Like <gasps> it's wit- it's bewitched money. Yes. Like you see it and you want it, but if you don't want it for the right reasons, then it, it will dissolve in your hand. Yeah. And if you want it to do something good with it, then you, you, it'll stay in your hand. Right. The minute you want something bad with it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just gone. Mm-hmm. So so Sarah's money had put this, put, Sarah's mom had put this money away for her, but mm-hmm. there's 25000 still in the bank after she's gone missing. So she yeah. didn't just run out of town leaving 25 grand. She also doesn't have her passport with her. So how hmm. is she getting to Canada? So the police really are very confused as to what's happening. And the dad knows about this money or the dad does not no, know about the, this money? The dad sort of made it seem like the mom was not like a hoarder, but a saver. And she was hiding this money all over this house, this old property that they owned. And then Sarah... Wait, they just have a random house out there in the world? They do. In this tiny town, there's just a second house that just has No, it, they it? said it was in an adjacent town, I believe. I, all right, I need more information on this, but that's fine. I'll live without it. Okay. So Sarah had found the money a few months ago and put it in the deposit box so it would stop disintegrating even more. How but the mom, oh, the mom instead of putting okay. the money in the bank or in a will, had just like... Put this Put money in, this the in like in the sea or in under the bed or like maybe under the floorboard. Just I feel like the mom was really interesting. I feel like on and more there. Yeah. Or why was she hiding all this money from the dad? Did she just um I think she was a conspiracy theorist who doesn't believe in banks. Hmm. Or she was hiding it from the dad. Or she was just hmm. I don't know. People do odd things with their money sometimes. I've heard some interesting stories about people hiding large amounts of cash places. For yeah, and it's always and weird. like that. Yeah. Like in mm. the mattress. But it does seem, you're making it seem like it was stashed all over the place and she gathered it all up and it equaled 25000 I more pictured it was just in that one old safe. I thought they said like two or three places, but I could be wrong. How did she crack the safe, too? Was it her birthday? I would like to know that, too. It looked kind of rusted. That sounds like a Babysitter's Club episode where, like, one of the girls who's Claudia and away, the mystery of the safe. Yeah, and she goes in, and she's checking the safe. She finds this old, dusty safe, possibly in the sea, possibly not. And right. then she's 
she's like, what do, how do I get in the safe? How do I crack the safe? And then she tries all these combinations she can think of. And the last one she tries is her own birthday and it's hers. And there's a note in the safe from her mother that says, this is for you. Go to Toronto. But that's the stupidest thing because you don't know if she's going to find it. You, you're. Put it in a bank with a note or a will. So you make sure your child gets it. You don't just hide it somewhere where they might happen upon it. If I don't you're understand. really her daughter, if you're her real daughter, you will. I need you, know you to that. just go along. With okay, <laughs> I understand. So Sarah had also yes, not. Yes, you're a wizard. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard, Sarah. So Sarah has not used her phone or credit card. So it's not. It's not looking good. It's been two months. What her friend messaged her every night online, hoping she was out there, even telling her to create a fake account to message her, which I thought was so smart. Smart friend. That is unbelievably. Would you do that if I was out, if I was to the wind? Would you be like. Should we come up with the fake account before? Yes, we should. We're going to, we'll do that on the flight to New Orleans. Okay. Sounds good. Now the detectives get a call from Anthony Curry in New York. Well, actually, Anthony's dad. Anthony is an old classmate of Sarah's who moved to New York to make movies. Horror movies like his debut feature, Movie Night, which has to be the most confusing title for a movie, Movie Night. Like, what do you want to watch for the movies? What movie do you want to watch? No, that's Movie Night. That's definitely on purpose, right? Oh, no. It's not a scary title at all. And the few scenes that I saw of it, I am not a film critic, but keep working on your craft, Anthony. Come on. He's trying. He's He's, out there doing the work. He is. He's living the dream. Anthony had heard classmates talking about a plan to kill Sarah and get her money and put her car on the bridge, which is like, Mm -mm. yes. So he thought they were just pitching a story for a horror movie, which I... People say that all the time on Dateline, and I don't understand. Do they not understand context, clues, or syntax in the English language? Like, there's a difference between I'm going to kill this person and wouldn't it make a cool movie if I killed this person? Okay, I'm going to give you an example where someone would be confused on syntax or things like that or remembering something in a weird way. Marijuana. I just was going to say, maybe they were high. Yes. And Anthony was trying to tune his friend out because he's outlining the script for the sequel to Movie Night. No, probably what? the prequel, which is Day movie, night. movie Night, colon, the previous night, where we don't watch movies. It's more like a game night. Oh. It's long. Okay, that's good. What was yours? I don't know. I just had date night. It's just all the night. Date night. There's a lot of different nights you can have. Uh, Ramen night. Stir Friday. I don't know. Stir Friday. (laughs) Stir Friday. (laughs) Frito pie Thursday. All right. It's good. (laughs) So Anthony heard that Sarah was missing and he freaked out. The Mm -hmm. friend then reached out to Anthony in New York and said, have the cops talked to you? So now Anthony is really freaked out and he tells his dad and his dad calls the police. And Good the, for dad. Yes, absolutely. And the police talk to Anthony and they believe him. They think it was a murder. Anthony agrees to be part of a sting. 
Now, bear in mind, we have no idea which friend that they're talking about because right. Dateline's not going to tell us for a while. Right. He's, he says he's on the phone with a friend trying to get him to confess. He's on the recording device testing it, and he does a full-on Joey from Friends. Like, how you doing? How you doing? Like, he's a mobster or something because he was... To, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Well, he's Anthony's, about to wear a wire, and he's a movie guy. So he so thinks of course he's, he's in he's the Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go, Attica! Like, <laughs> I mean, there's like five lines he could say. You guys, Katie just embarrassed herself so much, <laughs> and she's editing it out, so I can't say what it was, but it just happened. Like, <laughs> If you give me, if you mail me a dollar in the mail, I'll tell you what I'll it was. I'll tell you. Oh, Katie <laughs> just needs some work on her movie I just butchered a very famous line in a movie. Yeah. I made it like the British uppity version of that line. Yes, way more formal. Yes. Like you were inviting a killer to tea. (laughs) Oh, for goodness sakes. Yeah. All right, press on. Okay, so he calls the friend and he's taping it. And he says he needs money because his camera fell in a bucket of blood during a shoot I'm guessing this is the sequel. This is movie night two, a double feature of murder. Nothing. I get nothing from that. I get nothing. Way too late because it's not great. I feel like you could do better. A A double double feature of murder, like a double feature when you see two movies. No, no, I I understand. No, I understand. A double dose. What about a double dose? There, yeah. But a seat, like it has to do with the movie theme. An extra side of popcorn. Two sides of popcorn. Double the butter on the movie popcorn. Okay. You, I, get, I don't have anything. I'm she's sorry. got it. She's got it, guys. She did it. Oh, boy. It. I'm going to keep trying. Keep yeah. trying. Yeah. So he says, you can loan me some money from that girl's money, right? And the friend, who, which we still only know their name is friend, doesn't say, what are you talking about? What Why does he also say girls? that girl? That yeah, he knows money. her. He knows Sarah. So that's weird, too. Weirdo. Uh, He says, he doesn't say, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, I don't want to talk about it right now. But they agree to meet up. So the cops put a hidden camera in Anthony's car. Mm -mm. And the friend, we finally get to meet the friend. Mm -hmm. The friend is Liam, Mr. Taco Bell Chalupa, the one she had had lunch with the day she disappeared. And they go to Liam's house that day, too, right? They go to Liam's house the day that the car is found on the bridge that, or he that says, night or whatever. He says yeah. she was planning to move town. She fought a ton with her dad. Her dad was yeah. crazy, but she seemed okay. We went to Taco Bell. So he tells Anthony mm. right away that he's quit cigarettes, which good for him, Anthony. And I totally missed that. Did he say that? He Anthony's, like, he hops into Anthony's car and Anthony offers him a cigarette and he goes... No, I quit that. Shh. And he says the SH word. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good, good for job, you, buddy. Guy. You did it. Boy, you've moved okay. on to murder, but you've stopped the nicotine. So Liam searches Anthony for a wire in the car. And the police are watching this all through the camera. He says, no disrespect, bro, but I got to feel you up. You don't hear that phrasing every day. Yeah. He searches for a wire. He doesn't find any because it's not a wire. It's a mounted hidden camera. Very smart. Yeah. Thank God. And then Liam tells Anthony a chilling tale, which we're not going to get to hear for another hour. That's true. Thank you, Dateline. They they arrest Liam. 
Liam, who had volunteered to talk to the cops, been super helpful. He was at her search party. He's super casual when they're interviewing him. He's like leaning back in his flannel shirt. Had talked on the news even. Talked on the news about how she's a strong girl and they're going to find her. Mm. So, Can you describe the, him to our listeners? He's blonde and yeah. sort of looks like a jock kind of to me. Or like a He's kind of cute. But not a Josh Mankiewicz. No. He's kind of cute. He seems like he was a popular kid in school. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what I got. You didn't get that? No. He's kind of built and tall. I got that he might hang out with the popular kids, but nah. Well. Not not him. The other. Okay. Preston. All right. Yeah, I have different opinions. All Mm. right. But. So on, speaking of Preston, on the tape that we will not get to see for an hour, he told Anthony that his roommate Preston had helped. Liam had known Sarah since first grade. Preston was Sarah's prom date. For junior prom. All Mm -mm. grown up together. They had hung out all the time. Liam was now a psychology major in college, which psychology majors. Man. They're either really good and trying to solve serial killers or they are. I'm just kidding. I think they're great. But I do find it interesting when a psychology major turns out to be a killer. Does it happen a lot? Sometimes. Mm. Yeah. But I I wanted to do psychology. I think it's psychology is super fascinating. But. I don't know. I wonder what Liam was writing papers about, like the urge to kill. Lester says diabolical during his halfway point recap. Yes. To which I say, where'd you get that word, Lester? Where'd you, think you come you got up it with from that? Us? Where'd you come? Just no, kidding. I'm doing I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He listens to us. It's not that Dennis says it every five seconds. What's up, Lester? We love you, Lester. Everyone is shocked that it is Liam and Preston because they're these two 19-year-old clean-cut kids. They were such good friends of Sarah. There's still no body of Sarah. So the family has this huge celebration of life, which was insane. Like a thousand people came and they made it into an art gallery. The whole town. They made it into like an art gallery with all of Sarah's works up on the wall. It's just was kind of amazing. At which point we find out that Sarah was pretty good. Yeah. I got to say, she was... She was I, a I know nothing girl. about art, but and it makes this, it this story look. This story is already really sad. She's super young. It was a sad dateline, but then it's also just like, oh, the talent. And yeah, like really. Yeah, idiots. Yeah, like, oh, man. All right. The trial starts. The prosecutors are worried since they don't have a body. Wait, so they arrest them? They arrest them both. Okay, okay. Nothing. That really, was nothing else? Oh, all right. No. So the the defense is worried that, I'm sorry, the prosecution is worried that they don't have a body and the defense will just say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, here's Sarah. And everyone will look to the door. And I can't quite understand if they think she's actually going to walk in like, hi, guys, I've been in Canada. Do you want some maple syrup? Or if they just think, the defense will say that and then all the jury will look and then there's your reasonable doubt because maybe she could be alive because you did look. Hey, I made you look, made you look. So maybe she's alive. I think it's the second one. I think so too. I think. Or they're going to have an impersonator come in. <gasps> like that's an not, Uma Thurman head. That's not fair and that's not cool. That would be terrible. Like yeah. we made you look, it could have been her. This isn't, take off your wig. This yeah. is 
our intern, right. Gina. Jasmine. But yeah. <laughs> thank you, no. Jasmine. Please take your seat. Our point has been made. That could have been Sarah. That would be disturbing and upsetting for the family. Horrible. And it would be the worst move. Okay, so they didn't do that. No, so but just... also if Sarah is out there and decides to wait until the defense's opening statement to come in and she's been, <laughs> everyone's been looking for it, that would be horrible too. So yeah. Keith says... We find out what happens in court. We find out about the murder from the most unlikely of places, from Sarah's prom date. But it's not really the most unlikely of places because we already know that it, yeah, we who do. it was. But thank you, Keith. So Preston takes the stand. He looks like a handsomer Gabe from The Office to me. Preston is surprisingly handsome. Also one of those, he doesn't look like a teenager anymore. He's definitely sort of got his mm. adult face going. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think he's very old. When I'm he's still waiting for mine. At trial? Yeah, I'm waiting for yours, too. I think he's... Uh, I, think I did not mean that in a braggy way. I have full-on wrinkles I and mean still it, look 12. I mean it in a, please hurry the heck up because it makes me real sad to be like, is that your girl? It's not my girl. <laughs> no, stop. She's not my girl. No, I She's have, not my little sister. I yeah. have a wrinkly old face, but it somehow also looks 12. I don't. You understand. don't. I wasn't saying it a humble brag. And by the way, for those of us that are going to meet us in person at CrimeCon, we'll just stop that right now. Uh, We are the same age. I've had a very tragic life. That's all. (laughs) So before you ask. Yeah. So Preston takes a stand. He took a plea deal in exchange for turning on Liam and testifying. Mm. Preston says that he and Liam first started talking about the crime when Sarah had found the money, but they thought it was like $100,000. Well, that's why the number is all over the place and the internet is all over the place on the number because the the internet's going nuts. It's like, it's 25,000, it's 10,000, it's 100,000. I'm like, how much is the money? What does Dateline first tell us? I know exactly what the money is. I understand where the confusion is. Where? So I don't understand how Liam thought it was 100,000 unless Sarah had said that. She said 50 or 100 because maybe she hadn't counted all the money yet. There's definitely 25 that's in the bank that Liam does not get. And then there's a smaller amount closer to 10 that we'll get to that he does get after the murder. Correct. I, see. I don't know where that 100,000 number came from unless it was Sarah or unless Liam was lying to Preston to get Preston to help. I think that that's And he a- just really wanted to kill someone? Is that possible? No, I think it's I think it's more it's likely that he just was trying to get someone's help because he knew he couldn't do it alone. Right. And then I think and then I think probably Liam also thought that he could flip on Preston mm-hmm. and blame it on Preston. So he mm-hmm. wanted someone else in case he got caught. Mm-hmm. And then I think also maybe Sarah elaborated, embellished. Right, right. She found a pile of money and didn't know exactly how much it is and was like, I think it might be like $100,000. Right. Yeah. Because okay. I would do that. I wouldn't know. If I found like a pile of money, I'd be like, it's a million dollars. I'm a millionaire. I'm buying a boat tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't know. Well, it wasn't all like stacked neatly in 20s, like a ransom bag or something. So No, because it was in, you know. It was was decaying in powder. It was like cocaine that you could snort. It was like (laughs) fairy dust. You couldn't touch it. So how could you count it? You can't even touch it. So that makes sense. 
So they were first going to just rob her for the money, but then they started deciding they're going to kill her. I love when the conversation progresses. It's always like that. Well, at first we were just going to this. Then slowly as time went by, we started maybe talking about killing her. And it always starts as like a joke. Like at first we were just joking and then it sort of became like maybe we could. Okay. I don't get get it. I also, why is she talking about the money? This is a small town and she's... Right, and she did tell her friend across the street, "Don't tell anyone. I found this money." But she so told, told she told Liam. Did she tell Liam, or did Liam she just did, find out about it? Well, we find out that Liam had convinced her to go to the bank to get it out. So mm-hmm. he, she must have told Liam. I don't know what made her trust him and not. Well, she told the girl across the street too, but she said, "Don't tell anyone." She was telling people. Yeah, you're right. She was telling would you people. tell people? I mean, I would tell my close friends. Yeah. If I was because I would I not would. think that they would murder me. No, correct. And if I was young, that young, I would. I think if you're older, you maybe don't. Right. Like you, you're a little bit wiser on that stuff. But I think if you're young and you come into that kind of money, the whole world open opens up for you, right? So she yeah. may have thought, oh, I'm going to be stuck in Neptune for a while. I need to get my art career going. I really want to move to Toronto or some a bigger city with like, you know, but she just didn't want to be in New York. So she was going, you know, it's neat. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. Sorry, that's just rough. It's rough yeah. because it's like this was a mistake that... Her talking, you mean? Her talking. It's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. But how would you know? She would never have been able to know that. But or, I think when we get to the end, it feels like it was less about the money. Like Liam is just evil. That is absolutely true. So And yes. was looking okay. for an excuse. So maybe really Sarah didn't do anything wrong. And also, no, it's I don't not think wrong she did to trust, anything wrong. It's not wrong to no, trust she, your very good friends she with didn't. information. It's just part so. of the, it's part of the story that's really frustrating because right. it's like, ah, it's like, but it's like anybody, you know, somebody who dies going to the store. Oh my goodness. If they hadn't run out of milk, you know, right. it's the same kind of, it's the but same also, thing. It's just frustrating. If someone brags about how much life insurance they have, but it's not true and then we they're murdered say. for it. We and then it's say. like, they didn't have that much life insurance. They were killed for nothing. I would go overboard and tell everyone, like, I have all this money, but it's in the bank. Like, you can't get to it if you kill me. Like, Mm. make sure everyone knows where it is if I was going to tell people. But then you get people wanting your money, like, when you win the lottery and people come after you. Everyone comes after you. Everyone, yeah. I don't want any new friends. Thank you. So they buy walkie-talkies, Preston and Liam, so they can not have to use their cell phones, which is hilarious. Guys, check out our burner cell phone packs, two-pack. I mean, it's we need a theme song. I would say buy our burner two-pack, use some cans on a string. Don't use walkie-talkies where someone else could hop on the frequency by accident, like a family that's at the beach on the boardwalk. Doesn't that happen? Yes. Where is Preston, too? Is he around the corner? How far do these walkie-talkies go? Do they have, like, souped-up walkies? That's a good point. And they're on it like, I'm going to go to the house now and move her body. And then on you hear, like, yeah. Jonathan, make sure you get the extra sunscreen, the SPF. We're down by the boardwalk. Okay. Breaker. Jonathan, this is your mom. <laughs> Come in, Jonathan. <laughs> Are you still at the putt-putt golf? Yeah. Travis's mom wants him to come home right now. You answer me. <laughs> Over. So Liam was going to kill Sarah two months earlier, but then he found out the money was in the bank and it wasn't on her person. So then he convinced her to take the money out of the bank. And How she did he did do that? Because she wanted to leave for Canada. So I think he was saying, oh. 
it's you know, you're going to, gonna, it's time yeah. to go. You should have it on you. So you're ready to go whenever you want. What if, your dad's maybe, what if you want to, yeah, your yeah. dad's part. Yes. 100%. Your dad's out of town. Do it now. What if you want to leave in the middle of the night? The bank's not open. You should just get it. And so Sarah did go to the bank that day. Yes. I had, no, I just, I had, sorry. I had an idea. I think, I think what happened is keep in mind, she had just fought with her dad. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee you, Liam was waiting for a fight. Yes. He was waiting for her to be like, my dad's such a jerk, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And he's like, you know what? Why don't you just go? So he just waited for the opening because right. we know that her and her dad were fighting. Mm-hmm. We know that because he she went over to the neighbors and told the mom or told. No, no, told Carly, told, told the girl. She said, I just have no respect for my dad. Yes, there's something true. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. She said mm-hmm. something like pretty brutal about mm-hmm. her dad. So whatever the fight was, it was bad. Probably mm-hmm. that he went to Disney World without her. I would be pissed, too. I want to go to Disney World. Don't take your dumb girlfriend. Take me. I'm your daughter. Yeah. They have Mr. Is, Toad's Wild Ride at Disney World. They have Let's Mr. Go. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. No, they don't. What are you trying to say? It's what ride a- are you? What ride are you thinking of? Because they definitely have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. Because I've been on it multiple times. Disney World has Epcot. That's you true. Can, you can get like Able Skeevers, I think. And it has the Harry Potter Land, but we have that here. It's just not at Disneyland. That's Universal at uh, in or- in Orlando too. That's not at Disney World. Same city, though. <laughs> You'll be in the vicinity. Yeah. You might be able to, like, see something at some you point. You could see Hogwarts in the distance. <laughs> if you were at Disney World. If you're on Space Mountain. Maybe you should just use your money to go to Universal and then not go to Disney World at all. You don't want to go to Disney World. I think you just want to go to Universal. No, I have I love Disney World. I've been there twice, oh, I think. Twice? Yeah. What? How did that happen? I don't know. You've taken two family trips to Disney World? No, I went once with my friend's family. Oh, that's fun. And then once, I think, with my family. You are yeah. a lucky duck. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Wow. I was a lot younger then and a lot cuter and nicer. So <laughs> people took me places. They don't anymore. Now, Sarah had gone to the bank that day, but she didn't take out all the money. So, wah, wah. That's, yeah. Liam had killed Sarah that night, lost his phone by mistake. Then he went to work at the restaurant and had Preston go to the house and look for the phone. He couldn't find it. Preston got Sarah's body and dragged her outside and covered her body with sticks for some unknown reason because the dad was out of town. It totally wasn't necessary. What in the world? But whatever. So later, after Liam was off work, I guess, they put her body in the car. They drive her car in tandem with their car to the bridge, push her over, leave her car there. Then they drive home and smoked a cigarette, which I thought you quit, Liam, you liar. No, he quit after. Maybe it was so traumatic that he quit after. Um, I think he quit two days before he got in the car with Anthony. <laughs> no, I quit that. Like me putting down Anthony for doing yeah. it, even though he quit two days ago. I quit, though. It's been 48 hours. <laughs> I got that out of my system, man. Oh, shut up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now we have cut out the most horrible story about me being the worst friend to someone other than Katie. And so now we've each taken out parts of this episode that make us look really, really bad. But I will tell you my, no, I won't tell you my story because it makes me look really bad. What if they send you a dollar in the mail? Yeah, but it has to be a dollar that does not disintegrate when I touch it. I would like a vintage dollar in the mail. (laughs) I want to see what these vintage dollars look like. I've only heard of them, and I feel I like someone might have been lying money, like to me. I want foreign money, like a doubloon. Is that a thing? 
You can't just make up a word and say it's foreign money. I think that's the thing. I think a doubloon is Super Mario money. No. Is that what a doubloon is? No. I think that's the sound it makes when you hit the question mark in Mario. <laughs> no, when it's you, When real. you jump up and you get big. No, I think it's Super real. Mario. It's real, I think. All right. Yeah. Did you look it up? It's what a gold doubloon. From Hogwarts. Uh, no, it's real. From where? I think it was also called Pieces of Eight. That's pirate money. The later know. gold doubloon was worth three reals or two escudos. Stop. It is this divisibility into eight, which caused the silver coins to be named Pieces of Eight. So what, what country is that? I don't know. Pirate country. Spain? Spain. Yeah. That was Spain. What I was just speaking of was Spain. Yes. There we go. Okay. Okay. So. (laughs) Doubloon. Yes. I want Mario coins. My dad plays Bonza, that app with the, it's like a crossword puzzle all the time. And he's constantly bragging about how many uh, like points he has. And he's like, you're getting such an inheritance. And he's like, I'm going to give it, like, it's going to translate into real money. The thousands of, he's like, I never use hints. So you're getting the really big inheritance. And then if I'm mean to him, he's like, I'm taking away your Bonza money now. <laughs> I don't know what Bonza is, but I'm thinking it's that one that I see ads for where people are like, I won $43. No, you don't win real money. It's literally just like a crossword app. Oh, Lord. But it's a fun game. It's like crossword, but better. It's way, it's fun. So, and then you could win some money and push it over to me and my inheritance of Bonza coins. I'm going to be rich in rolling in Bonza coins. Beyond your wildest dreams, <laughs> yeah, Bonza coins into bloobs. It is literally worth less than Monopoly money. We will so, take it all to Universal in Orlando. Yeah, yes. So they start counting the money, Preston and Liam, and it wasn't $100,000. It was... Less than 10000 So they bury, again, burying money in two different places. One in like the woods and one on an army base in wow. these safes. But I don't understand because you have to keep digging it up every time you want to spend something. Well, so where are they going buying the safes? They're like going to Staples, buying the safe. That's some of their income. They're spending on safes and shovels. No, well, yeah. And then also there's a receipt that you bought a safe. What'd you buy that safe for? Um, um, my doubloons. Like what? Not if you went maybe garage store or, you know, antiquing or something. Like a janky old safe. They looked very rusted as well. But that's not, I think they hid it in a lockbox. I don't think they hid it in a safe. No, it was like a lockbox. You're right. It was like a lockbox. Okay. It was like if you are working at a garage sale and you have the money in a little lockbox. That's what I'm talking about. It's like with a little drawer. Yes. Yeah. So that Preston is a liar. This is what the lawyers are saying. And not like I lie, like I only got a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell and not five other things. He says that a family member sexually assaulted him. And he says this after the arrest. He's hoping for leniency because he was sexually assaulted and that made him want to murder his classmate, I guess. But he didn't murder her. What is What are the charges that he's up for? Was he up he for murder He is up for charge? murder, yes. But they dropped it uh. during the plea deal so that he would spill on Liam. So... Mm-hmm. So they say, well, he lied about this after he was arrested. Maybe he's trying to throw it onto Liam like he was trying to throw it onto this family member that didn't abuse him. 
So the defense um, attorney, I do not like. Big surprise. He is full of poop. He says there's more questions than answers, which is not really true at all. And mm-hmm. listening to him gives me a headache. Mm-hmm. Speaking of headaches, yes. there's a new company called Cove for migraines. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can get treatments from your home. You go online and you answer questions and a real doctor reviews your symptoms and decides on your treatment and sends you medicine to your house. You'll notice wow. a theme with our sponsors. It is things that prevent you from having to leave your house. I like it. That's they know a top priority for me. So yeah, well. They really do. Even if you don't have insurance, the cost for your doctor wow. consultation and your first month of treatment is only $30 which is insane. I know. And it's all doctor supervised. It's a doctor who is licensed to practice medicine in your state. So Mm -hmm. it's not some doctor who can only practice on like one island. It is someone who is where you are. They'll prescribe your monthly medication and they give you acute and preventative medications because sometimes migraines, you have to keep taking stuff and it like stops them from coming or ones that just come. I've had migraines. They suck. They're the worst. The last thing you want to do when you of a migraine is sit in the waiting room with that horrible lighting and it makes mm-hmm. your headache worse and it's also terribly unflattering. So this way you get to stay in your house. Right. You don't have to, if you suffer from migraines, you don't want to have to wait to see a doctor. With Cove, right. there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, you'll get your doctor consultation and first month of treatment for just $30, no medical insurance required. Go to withcove.com forward slash date dateline again that is for a limited time only doctor's consultation and first month of treatment for thirty dollars no wow. medical insurance required go to withcove.com w-i-t-h-c-o-v-e.com forward slash date dateline if you suffer from migraines from listening to an insufferable defense attorney's warped logic Ugh. try cove i think we all could use some oh yeah so then we get Mr. Craig on the stand. He's an eyewitness, or is he? Does I'm he even Craig. have eyes that work? I'm old Craig. I don't know what I'm talking about. It was a downstairs mix-up. This whole thing was a bridge mix-up in Craig's mind. Craig says he was driving his son to work at 5 a.m. like he does every morning. He said to his son, they see a girl walking by. He says to his son, that's an awfully good-looking girl to be walking out here at 5 a.m. What? Okay. He, a, she's 19. If that was her, you're 50. So keep right. your eyes to yourself. So we don't like Calm that. Calm down. Right. Also, I don't think Craig has a son. I don't think Mr. <laughs> Craig has a son. <laughs> I think he He was turned, looking for hookers. No, I think he turned to his parrot in the front seat and said, <laughs> Jimmy. See that bird walking? Yeah, I think he... No, I don't Do you think... want some company tonight? Yeah. Let's get her. Company. Let's get her for a little three who would play. Like, company! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Murder! Yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. So he said she was wearing a leather bomber jacket and high heels, even though all her friends say that's, like, the last thing that she would ever be seen wearing. High High heels, heels at five in the morning, walking down a bridge. Okay. Was it Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was she wearing a hat? She had a big white hat on? Yeah, yeah. So. <sighs> she was wearing hot pants, Your Honor. She was, wearing, <laughs> she was wearing leather hot pants. She also was in the 70s. And I forgot that it was 40 years ago. Yeah. Now, when Me I actually parent, was 19. I mean, my son saw her. <laughs> 
I call him my son. We're very close. Uh, he's like a child to me. Uh, <sighs> so then he says to Keith, I was staring at her, just like I'm staring at you right now. No. And she nope. looked away really fast. Okay, couple things. You thought it was weird that when you were making that creepy face that she looked away so quickly, all of us in America collectively turned our heads away to avoid looking at the guy who's staring at us with bug eyes because he thinks he's seeing a hooker that he can murder with his son in the car as some sort of twisted rite of passage because that's the vibe Craig is giving off. That's why she looked away, not because she was hiding something or she was on the run, because a grown man is leering at her with bug eyes from his truck and a parrot in the front seat at five in the morning. Yeah. I saw her, Your Honor. I saw her. (laughs) And dice. He has dice hanging from the window. Definitely. Yes. Definitely dice. Yeah. Okay, so they, the the son and the parrot and the dad, whatever, they drive yeah. onto the bridge and they see a car on the side of the road. And Craig says to his son, that's a bad place to get your car stuck. So this ride to work every morning has to be torturous. The son is not speaking to the dad because his dad's creepy and probably is divorcing the mom and trying to date 22-year-olds. He's always offering his son to get him a hooker. So the son just puts in his earbuds and wants to listen to Blink-182. And Craig keeps hitting him on the shoulder. Hey, look at that girl over there. Hey, look at that car parked there. Hey, you know this this light? I always hit the green when I get to this light. I'm so lucky. Hey, Cameron, Cameron, did you hear me? Did you hear me? I'm talking about that green light. He's like, yes, dad. Oh my God. This is awkward chit chat conversation that you'd make with your teenage son who hates you. If there is a son, yes. Or the parrot. like that. Because you desperately want the parrot to go, good point, Craig. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a great conversationalist, Craig. Yeah, so, the parrot tries to keep flying out the window. But it keeps, he seems hitting his head. Yeah, not good. And so does this, or the sun. Either one. Just they both to are out of the car. just smashing it. I just got to get out of here. If he mentions that green light one more time. Yeah. So then Craig sees a poster of Sarah being missing and recognizes mm-hmm. her as the possible hooker or whatever. And bear in mind, he was driving by her and it was dark. So how good of a look did he get? Like he was moving. She was moving. And well, no, it was dark. Lights. No, there's lights on the bridge. That's true, but he was All driving. Have lights. This was before they got on the bridge, but you're right. Oh, or maybe okay. it was towards the front of the bridge. But no, mm. they're totally lights. But also he was driving. Like, Yeah, was he driving 25 miles an hour? How right. did he like get an eyeball at her and she gave him an eyeball How back? did they have time yeah. to make that creepy exchange? You're totally right. Like, Unless, alternative theory, hold that thought. Mm, I'm really excited for that. Mr. Craig. Oh, yes. So he thinks the car I saw on the bridge was her car. Here's the problem with that. According to the police, the car was towed off off before 5 a.m., like two hours before 5 a.m. And there's even dash cam footage and the car is there at 2 a.m. And then the car is not there at 3.45 on the dash cam footage. It's gone. And Keith is saying to Craig, it's on the record that they took this car away. And Craig says, well, they need to check their records. Okay. What? Okay. So it's at this point when I say to myself, I say, self, why is Dateline have this guy on? Why, I mean, why? he is entertaining. Maybe there's He's, two people in the audience who actually believed him. And that many, made it a twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, judging by Twitter, none of our people believed him. Um, but how, they're smarter how than that. many items do you think he brought for Keith to sign? So many. How many? 
So many. I think he brought like headshots that, but they were the kind that you just print from Google images that are horrible. And when the person that's signing it sees them, they're like, um, this is the worst picture ever. I've headshots in my car that are much better. It's it's like a print that you print from like the the whole page. So it has like writing at the top with the Google bar (laughs) and the whole, okay. The HTTP address on the top. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, and then also, do you think that he brought a screenplay that was half written, half typed <laughs> to give yes. to the producer? One thousand percent. And like, the make... lead character is named Greg. Yes. And he Get has it. a parrot on his shoulder. And, and they solve it, crimes. Slid it across and said, make sure this gets in the right hands, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Pal. They yeah. call him pal. pal. They're, Maybe he thinks they're friends. Fiver, he tries like to get a crumpled fiver. Here you go. He tries to get Keith's number, like exchange numbers, yeah. so they can hang out. And Keith gives him yeah. a fake number, obviously, because Keith knows better than no, that. No, no, Keith gets rushed away. Yeah, by, like the um, PAs you'll have to like, contact. I'm sorry, Mr. Morrison. Contact yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah the show. I'm sorry, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't my. have a phone. I don't own a phone. <laughs> yeah. Keith is looking at him with his head leaning to the side, cocked, like he's appeasing a crazy person who's telling him he just met a talking kangaroo. Like, oh, interesting. Really? You think that? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no footage of the kangaroo. Yeah. But okay. Well, just the footage is wrong. Yeah, I got it. So. the producer had to come and apologize later. Sorry, Keith. Keith. I didn't like, know it was going to be that bad. And he's like, I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, because Keith would know, never yell. Like, why dare you a, put no, me in this? He's trying to be a good sport. He knows yeah. it was a mistake, but he is surprised that they used the footage. I'm surprised they used the footage. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. Craig thinks and declares <sighs> on Dateline that well, Sarah is alive. Well, he's convinced. Craig he thinks. He said it. He clearly knows more than everyone else, the police, whatever, because he saw her in high heels at five in the morning. And a leather bomber jacket, which is super specific. Yeah. With the furry, like, what did he mean? Did he mean like this, the, um, like the inside of Ugg boots? What's that called? That kind no, of collar? a shearling? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no. I think he, he said fur collar, right? Yeah. So no, he meant like an aviator. The aviator okay. leather jackets okay. are, they have like a fur collar up here. I know. And then yeah. they have ribbed sleeves and okay. Okay. hem on it. Okay. Really she didn't, specific. she didn't own one of those, but great. So yeah. she it is cold in Canada. She needs warm jacket. Yeah. So she just went down with her $25,000 and went to All Saints and went on a shopping <laughs> spree and was like, take all of your leathers. And she thought heels are the perfect place to drive a 40,000 hour drive to Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear my heels. And I'm going to wear these on a bridge or coming up to a bridge for sure where there's like slatted. Yes, great. Yeah, great. Yeah. So they can get stuck. Mm, great idea. So he thinks that she will turn up in a few years and won't we all feel dumb for not believing him? That's his whole reason. Like she's, Keith is like, she hasn't used her phone. She hasn't used her credit card. And he says, well, what are we going to say when she shows up in a few years? And says, I've been trapped in Craig's basement exactly. for a few years. <laughs> Why did no one come to save me? I only had the parrot for company this whole time. He made me wear this stupid bomber jacket. (laughs) It fell apart. Oh, no. No, and read his screenplay. We had to reenact his screenplay, and I had to play all the women parts. And it was called Long Walk on the Bridge. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, no. Or Bridge to Nowhere. Yeah, Bridge to Nowhere. Oh, God. Yeah. So then... 
Anthony takes the stand. He has a man bun. He's very pale and skinny, uh, like you would imagine a film nerd to be. Mm -hmm. He is twitching like nobody's business. Is he? Yes. Oh, okay. He looks like he's on drugs or he's the most nervous person I've ever seen on Dateline. Keith mm. says he's twitching and like flopping around. Like he's, his hands are going. His like, he's just, it's, yeah. He's, well, he's also right in front of Exactly. Liam. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So he tells the story about how Liam uh, told him about his and Preston's plan. And the defense attorney who gave me a headache says, well, you didn't record that conversation, did you, Anthony? Why would Anthony record that conversation? He didn't know Liam was going to say something about a murder that day. That's proof that he is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Why would he have recorded this random conversation? I can't. So then we finally see Liam's video. It's been five and a half hours and we finally get to see it. He says in the video to Anthony, he's talking about it in the video. car, the yeah. car secret camera footage. Mm -hmm. He planned it for six months. The day of he crept up behind Sarah and he choked her and it took him half an hour to kill her. And he knows that because he set the timer on his phone. Where was this? Sorry. Where did he kill her? At her house. Okay. Yes. And he got her up against the wall with his one hand because he's that strong. I don't buy that for a second. No, But then come it took on. half an hour. So it obviously didn't work. But I don't know. Oh why did he God. use half an hour? Did he have a load of whites going in the other room and he needed to? Why is he timing it? Because he's a sociopath. He says. I don't that, think he did. I think that he just made that up. He totally could have been making that up. God. So he says to Anthony that while he's killing her, the dog doesn't do anything to stop him. Sarah's the beloved in the dog. Crate, you dummy. What and he says, what kind of dog is that? Like blaming the dog, like, yes, I murdered her, but who should be on trial? The dog who let me. What is Buddy didn't stop me. Buddy, yeah, exactly. Buddy's but, in the crate. Buddy A could have been in the crate. No, he, he was in the crate when he they was showed in up the crate the when they found him. But yeah. He, they, he could have put him in the crate after. Why would he do that? I don't know, because she oh, kept him in the crate normally. Oh, because he's trying to make it. If he was really like she smart and trying to. No, because it's not. he's not trying to make it look like she left. He's trying to make it look like she committed suicide. Right, because she wouldn't leave without the dog. Right. So, yeah, he's trying to make it seem maybe more. I don't know. He keeps saying she left. She went to Canada. I don't know. I think that he's trying to say that because he's like, well, I wouldn't say she committed suicide. I would say, no, no, I'm sure she just left. Right, right. He, he did. He was right. He would like try to avoid. He did say the whole plan of him being interrogated by the police at the beginning, like how helpful he was going to be. That was all pre-planned. So you're right. He probably did think of what's the best way to sound mm -hmm. like this to lead them to like, well, she was depressed and all this awful stuff was happening, but never say outright that she committed suicide because I think he thought that that would make them suspicious of him. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, Buddy does not growl at the police when they come in, and he no. takes the bone from them but he was a very sweet dog and probably thought they boy. were like wrestling or something i don't know maybe i don't know i think it depends on the dog right i think it does i think it's situational mm -hmm. now then he drives her body to the bridge no but her body was too heavy and he's trying to push her over and there are cars driving by so Preston comes and helps him. And Anthony keeps saying, this is like a movie. Oh, man, this is just like a movie. Mm. Liam had left his phone at Sarah's house. And Anthony says, why'd you leave your phone? Put it in your pocket. What are you doing, dude? And mm -hmm. Liam says, strangling someone. Like, oh, my God. Duh. That's hello. That's not real, is it? <laughs> 
Like, weren't you listening to my story, Anthony? I was, he's bragging. It seems like he's bragging. Does he I was really busy say strangling that? someone. Yes, it's on the video. God almighty, that's bad. Strangling someone. Yeah. And Liam. then he says the very worst part mm-hmm. is that he thought he was getting a hundred grand and he ended up getting seven grand. And it was only enough to hang out at his house and throw parties. So I guess her life wasn't taken in vain because you got some good parties out of it, I guess, and didn't have to go to work at the restaurant for a few months. Okay. The second worst thing is that he doesn't feel any different. He said, you know, when you think you're going to try something new, like, oh, my God, like getting an earring or taking a cooking class or murdering your friend. I don't feel any different. Like, I thought I would feel something different, but I don't. And then he says a a psychopath. Yeah, totally. And then Anthony keeps saying it's like a movie. It's like a movie. And Liam says, well, what are you going to do? Lead a boring ass life like you got to do something. Yeah. Okay. The migraine-inducing defense attorney says Liam always lies. So he was lying on the tape to impress Anthony. He Mm. made up stories all the time to impress Anthony, Mm. which makes zero sense to me because if my high school was any indication, the blonde jock guy is not trying to impress the nerdy film student who wears trench coats to school. I don't get it. Liam, this is the defense attorney talking, so get out your cove migraine medicine. Liam wanted to be the Leonardo DiCaprio to Anthony's Martin Scorsese. Do we not all have migraines now? Yes. Let's be real, though. Can we talk? We've all seen Anthony's movies. It's more likely that Liam would be dead guy number 11 in Anthony's Movie Night 4, The Projectionist's Revenge. Movie Night 4, short film category. It's like shorts. (laughs) Best audience? No, third place audience voted for it. God, backseat confessions. And it's actually this. Yes, exactly. Uh, So also, is my client is a huge liar who lies all the time. Is that a good defense that we should believe him now that he's innocent? Yeah, because they're trying to like use his smarmy, awful psychopathiness to get him acquitted, basically. Yeah. By being like, how do you know he's telling the truth about this? He's a boastful, arrogant. Right. But you should believe him now when he says he's innocent. It's not not a good defense. (laughs) I mean, let's let's be real about it. It's. It's not right. No. They find him guilty, of course. Yeah. His attorney wants a retrial. Good luck, Chan. I don't see that happening. Seriously. He's going to get life in prison. Preston is going to get 10 to 20 years because he took that plea deal. That's unfair. Preston is the one I would also be very worried about. Like committing another crime like this. Because if you go along, if you're a go-alonger with your friend. Right. And then it breaks you and then you just start doing it for real yourself or something. I don't know. What else could you be talked into? Yeah. Or maybe it was more his idea, but it does seem like Liam's the alpha and Preston's the beta. Which is very strange. Because Preston is more good looking, you think? Preston just appears older to me. Liam still looks like a 16 year old. Mm-hmm. When I look at him, I'm like, oh, like we don't know the face. dynamics. Like maybe Liam's dad has a cool job and they more money or something. And that Absolutely. puts him in a higher social standard in high school than Preston or something. I don't know. though. His name is Preston Taylor. That's true. Their family has money. Yeah. So they're you don't want have... a poor guy with pre- name Preston. That's just no, they sad. have some sort of a boat somewhere. <laughs> Someone in that family has a boat. Horses. They go a boat or horses or both. Yeah. But maybe the uncle does. Maybe it's not Preston's dad. Maybe yeah. Preston's dad is like in and out of work. He's we the black know. sheep of the Preston family. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Preston's mom is long gone because the dad is a deadbeat. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this episode ends and it's very sad and they all still miss Sarah and we just hate Liam and 
Preston. That's yeah. basically the episode ends. B-roll bonanza. The saddest thing about the episode is the dad. Let's just do precious oh, yeah. moments first really quick. Yeah. My dad is unbelievably sad. And what I found the saddest is part of B-roll bonanza because they sh- keep showing the dad on the bridge, right? And I'm thinking this is adding insult to injury 10 times over because they do it in 2020 and they do it in Dateline and they have this poor dad revisit the place where she was actually thrown over the, into the water. But in fairness, he said he would go there all the time and look for her. But it's true. Once he knows what happens to her there, why would he possibly want to go back there? And have it filmed. Yeah, you're it's right. It's awful. You're right. I'm sorry. That You're right. No, that that's rough. And they had him do that on date on 2022? Uh-huh. Same exact thing. Yeah, that's... No. Uh, One thing that was interesting is Keith is seen in court, which we rarely see. He's like in court as a spectator. Oh, did I miss that? Wow. Yeah. And then he says to the dad, I was there. And you can see him like and the Dateline producer tweeted a picture of him in the courtroom because he had been following the case for a while. So they let him go and sit there. It's the day when they show the video, the car confessional. Interesting. I've totally missed that. Okay. That has to be distracting, though, if you're on a jury. You'd keep looking over to see, like, what's Keith's expression? Is he leaning in the chair? I'm sure he was in the very back. I don't even know if the jury would notice. He wasn't. In the picture that I saw, it looked like he was closer to the front. Maybe the jury is not faced towards the courtroom. That's possible. Which I honestly think is the best way for a courtroom to be set up if the jury can't see. Right. So they're unbiased. That's, I yeah. had a question about that in another episode because they kept the jury kept saying they convicted the person because didn't like the way they their expressions when certain things were said. And I was like, are you supposed to judge based on how their facial expressions are reacting to things? No, I don't think so. I don't think, I think you're supposed to just focus on the facts. So the other thing I did want to point out was really weird mm-hmm. is in Preston and Liam's house because they share a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, three huge American flags all in the same room. Don't like that. Did that feel weird to you? That makes me nervous. I don't like that. Do you think, I don't know does why it make you nervous feel... in the way it makes me nervous? Yeah. Yeah. It may, uh, I'm, yeah. It, not that patriotism, there's nothing wrong with patriotism, but three it's, flags in two young white dudes' apartment, three... In their living room. It seems a little like na- like nationalistic to the fascist That's, level. Like yes. it seems like they might have some cloaks in their closets. It's a little bit. They're extremely hoods. White. I meant hoods. Um, but yeah, you don't mean cloak. You don't mean like they're wizards. Yeah, they're, no. they're wizards. They have. Oh well, they could be with. They the, drink you pig's know. blood at a seance, and Ooh. they try to make Bobby drink it. That's <laughs> dog's blood. Must you always? I am a fourteenth level sorcerer. Mitchell. <laughs> Must you always test? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, soothsayer. Um, Sounds like you really know what you're talking about. Yeah, sounds like. As a 14th level sorcerer, I'd be a joke if I didn't. (laughs) What's the one where he goes, how old are you? Like 30? And he goes, not even close. (laughs) 5,000. My favorite is when Hank says, I went to that guy's house. He's going to probably live with his mom until she dies and probably for a few days after. (gasps) Oh, boy. That's really good. Uh, So quote of the week. 
I wait, did... wait, wait, wait. I have oh, one sorry. more. I have one yes, more. Yes, um, please. Uh, in the B-roll, did you look at some of her art? Not. I saw one that was like a drawing from a cartoon show I vaguely recognized. It was really neat. I think it was Adventure Time. She had yeah, a, maybe. a figure from Adventure Time, and then she had something coming out of like the mouth or something. But there was this one. It was early in the episode. They have her. There are these sneakers that she's somehow using them in some sort of art installation. But she has the paint dripping. She was painting this black paint, so it looked like they were dipped in paint, but she was actually painting it on. I don't know how to describe it. It was like this drip effect on these sneakers, mm. like a high top sneaker. It oh, was cool. really, it was a, I gotta say, it was really cool. I was instantly like, oh, what's like she I doing? would buy that. Yeah. Yeah. What are those? And That's I really just, cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was really sad about the art aspect of this. She was a talented girl. She, yeah. she obviously had like a really neat aesthetic mm-hmm. of taking like objects and then making them into something else Like ta- or taking probably why she liked YouTube is she seemed to incorporate pop culture stuff into yeah. her art. And I was like, man, stupid Liam. I know. Super Preston. Worms. God. Just worms. They're horrible. Do you have any blame at all for Anthony, who kind of knew about the plan ahead of time, but never said anything to anyone? Do you think he honestly believed that it was just a story for a movie? Yeah, I do. I think it would be really hard to believe that somebody would kill someone. Yeah. I don't think he honestly legitimately thought that was a thing. I think that he also probably was like, she doesn't have that money. That, mm. like, to find that is like finding treasure, right? You're right. basically asking people to believe that you found Davy Jones Locker. Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, no, I don't think he Especially if that. Liam had lied before to try to like make up stories for his movies or something. Sure. I think I Anthony probably feels really bad about it. I'm sure like, he does. I wish I had. I wish I had believed it. Yeah. Because he probably could have saved her life. Yeah. Quotes of the week. Anthony Curry. This is my favorite quote. When Anthony takes the stand. Yes. Anthony Curry was about to premiere the biggest film of his short career. Yeah. Was that Shade? Yes. (laughs) Indubitably. Yes. That was Shade. That was Shady Shade. Okay. Do we... I, I did... Not have really much else. Um, there was that I public safety officer that's wearing kind of like a Kangol hat. And I was a little confused. It's all right. Okay. He can wear Kangol if he wants to. I would like to talk. But my about... dad can't. No, no. <laughs> Is your dad trying? Yes, you I'm about? telling you who used to. When he was you, going, you're through talking his... about like a cap like this, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it like the hats with the brim that's down like a fisherman's hat, like a fuzzy one, or like a little cabby cap? The little cabby ones. Uh, okay, that's better than what I was picturing. Okay, like was Ella picturing, Cool J. I was picturing like a rave hat that's like the fuzzy. And no, then they have like no. The, okay, because Kangol also makes those. Gotcha, gotcha. Cabby no. hat's cute for a, a gentleman sometimes. Okay. I'm okay with cabby hats. I think your dad could definitely pull that off. Sorry, I was He totally had an earring and frosted other. tips at the time. That was during his <sighs> midlife crisis when he got that car. Does he still have the Kangle? Yeah, it's probably somewhere in the house, but I haven't seen him wear it. He, he put wear it, it he now. retired it with the earring. Thank God. How old is your dad? Is your dad over sixty? My dad is seventy something. Then I absolutely approve of a little Kangle cabbie hat. Okay. For a seventy year old gentleman. I'll let him know. Excellent. He doesn't yeah. look seventy though. No, he doesn't at all. That's why I said sixties. You can yeah. tell him I said that too. I will. Get me my mom even... will, because she's probably listening right now. Maybe the... that'll get you in the will and you can get my Bonza coins. <laughs> I would like some. Maybe that will get me the Bonza coins. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's my alternative theory. 
Okay. I do have fashion police too, just one. My theory, and I think you missed it, is you heard them say that Liam had a twin, right? Yes, they did say it several times. What is the theory that... I just think the twin's involved. I think maybe the wrong <laughs> twin is in prison. Was Are you saying that it was the other twin that went to Anthony and confessed? Or that they were in it together and like one of them was going to be the other one's alibi? Because... Is it possible that the twin was in the car with Mr. Craig as he's driving across the bridge? and sees He's the sitting with the parrot. Yeah, he's, he's the son. Okay, and he sees the hooker and I just can't imagine that one twin, one twin is a murderer and the other twin is not involved. Why would he go to Preston to help him instead of his twin? Well, he lived with the with Preston. Maybe he and the twin had had a falling out. Although what's weird is Keith keeps saying like no one would think it was Liam. He's this clean cut guy with a twin brother. Like having a twin somehow makes you, you could never be a killer. You have a twin. Well, what? But it's kind of weird though, isn't it? That, that one he... could be a sociopath and one isn't a sociopath. Correct. So they probably are both sociopaths, right? I would like to have, I would like to talk to the other twin. There was a show on ID network that was all about killer twins and how they both were killers. It's got to be that, right? I think there's probably ones that are evil, one's evil and one's not. Maybe it's that whole nature versus nurture thing. I don't know. So one, because the one twin was raised by Mr. Craig? Right. And the parrot. Hmm. Mom and dad. Mom and dad. Mommy and daddy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. Okay, second thing. Um, Keith's hair is very long. Mm, You think he needs a haircut? No, did you see it from the back? I'm wondering if he's growing it into a new style. It's very, it was very, very long. Like in the a back. low pony. N- no, What's... I don't think. I don't think that would ever happen. I'm just wondering. I just I'm got wondering really scared. If the, I'm wondering if the stylist is going to do something new with Keith's hair. Interesting. Keith does have luscious hair. Oh, for gorgeous. A man of his age. Gorgeous. So I am. I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, we will see a crime con. Oh, I cannot wait. I want to know. I'm just. I'm I'm watching it. I'm, I have my eye Interesting. on it. Interesting. Just want to point it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, titles? None. No. I can. I this I won't even open. No. Okay. I can't do a title. Let what? me let me do mine then. Yes. Women are from Mars. Murderers are from Neptune. All right. How good is that? I don't know if it's that good because everyone else in that town was nice. I think you did a great job. That's okay. Really good. I have more. Mm-hmm. False flags, because a false flag is a, like an undercover like operation that's like a lie. And then this whole thing was like fa- false flag, because then he had all those flags up. Mm. It's not as good when you have to explain it. Yeah, sorry. Movie night five, the last <laughs> screening. There we go. Or movie night five, the midnight showing. The midnight showing, yeah. Okay, and then my last one, I'm really proud of. Yep, let's do it. Craig has lost his Jenna marbles. Yeah, that's true and good. Thank you. I was pretty proud of it. What about bridge over treasured waters? Oh, did you just come up with that? I did. That's not bad. 
Can we do that? Okay. Yeah, I like it. We don't have Twitter today because we were just running so late and we have so much stuff to do. I'm really sorry. I'm sure there were brilliant tweets. If you tweet them to me, I will retweet them. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to us. You can follow us on our Patreon. Become a Patreon member and you're going to get It's Gonna Be May, which is a lot of bonus content and us just having conversations about things like Kristen Bell for no reason. And... What about the girl on the bridge? That's like the girl in the train, on the train. No, the girl in on the bridge is a book, isn't it? I think you're thinking of the girl on the train. Don't think I am. Can you ask? Okay, Bridge over quick. the river Kwai? No. Uh, bridge over the river Y. <gasps> See, there teamwork. What about Anthony Curry, no favor? <laughs> okay. Okay. Anthony Curry, no jurors favor. Okay. Um, can you ask Echo um, the, if the girl on the bridge is a book? Echo, what is The Girl on the Bridge? Girl on the Bridge is a 1999 comedy movie starring Vanessa Paradis, Daniel Atuil, and Frederic Flugger. One night, a fading entertainer intervenes <laughs> when a woman contemplates suicide, beginning a strange, unpredictable relationship. Its runtime is one hour, 30 minutes. It has an IMDb rating of 7.6 out of 10 and is rated R. I only recognized one of those names, Johnny Depp's ex. Vanessa Parody. Yeah. Yes. Nobody she else. A, she was a Chanel muse for a while. Oh, I think okay. She's, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Have you seen that movie? No. I really think you're thinking of The Girl on the Train. I'm not. I know what The Girl on the Train is. I was not. I was thinking that it was also a book, and I could have possibly been thinking of Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> I but love yeah. Bridge to Terabithia so much. No, we much. can't talk about it. We will not discuss Bridge to Terabithia oh. on this podcast because oh I don't know God. what happens, but are kids forced to read books like that these days where you just cry <laughs> and cry and then there's the red fern grows. I feel like you have to read those all in like fourth and fifth and sixth grade. And it like I read it in fourth and it was traumatized. It like makes you understand what like pathos. What's the point? No, I think I read it in third grade. Yeah. Oh, red fern grows is early. No, I didn't read red fern grows. Yeah, you cannot. You are never allowed. I've to never read, read it. Red... My mom. Bridge Terabithia. I meant on a family trip had us <laughs> listen to that. In the car. My sister and I are like sobbing. So you couldn't listen to Amy Grant because she went secular, but you could listen to Where the Red Fern Grows, which is about something terrible. I don't know because I haven't read it. Are you serious? It's about dogs. It's like Old Yeller. Do they have to it's shoot the dogs? Worse, it's worse than Old Yeller. It's two dogs. No, I can't. Like, no, we're stopping. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> don't watch alone. Watch with... Tanya's golden retriever puppy, who would hopefully step in if she was being attacked. And if not, it's okay, Sophie. You're still a good girl. 12 also, out of 10 would recommend. Friend. Don't listen to where the red fruit grows. <laughs> don't ever. I can't. If we get hate tweets now because people are thinking about it, I'm going to feel really Where good. the red fern No. <laughs> no, thank you, ma'am. No, I said you. good day, sir. I said good day. <gasps> Bye, everybody. Bye, Wait everyone. Your Ward Rackley. It's one of my many monikers, yes. I'm also known as Mandelgar of the Northwoods, and in certain company, Austin Osman Straklavartard. How old are you? 30? 40? Uh, not even close. I am 5,000.
Don't you have some friends your own age? Someone to drink with? Maybe a girlfriend? And waste my seed on a common harlot? Not likely. When the time is right, a maiden will be delivered up to me. Probably from the east. <sighs> some of this isn't your fault. I mean, a man can only take so many wedgies before he goes to pieces. Good luck to you, buddy. And stay away from my son or I'll kick your ass. You don't understand who you threaten. I have powers. Terrible powers! Ma!